Fantastic Manias, the last two Corricans were great. Yeah. Um, I watched them last night and yeah, it's the um the level of like they're just they're, they're just they just do things. It's really special. And I, I keep mentioning it, but Sobrano Jr., you'll see him tonight. He he has to get across. Has to happen. Yeah. Despy last night was awesome. They did the I love that they did the big farewell for Sam LL and Despy was shaking Tanahashi's hand. Wow. Yeah, it was very interesting stuff. It's just cool. It's like Despy the the face, the true face. We you always known it, but it's like he's really adopted it now and he has the potential to become really, really, really popular. Well, De- Despy's made me question how people look under a mask now. Because if like he's that handsome. Oh, that's, that's always the rule. That's always been the rule, man. It's always a bit, except Bushi break that rule. Except for Bushi, that's the joke. That's always the joke, except for Bushi. We were done. It's time for an emergency podcast because we have a wrestling show to watch at eight. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't be late. So good morning, good afternoon, and I'll be to Zen. My name is the Ravishing Red Root, and as always, I am joined over yonder by the hair care devastator, the jammer perms. It's Dr. Dave Pruden. Tokemo Pimp, how are you, everyone? And the Tokemo Pimp himself, the Mumble Bob. That's, <laughs> That's it. Get all the names in. Get all the monikers in, please. Yeah. I'm also the vernacular of Dracula. The Dracula vernacular. The vernacular of Dracula. <laughs> vernacular of Dracula. Uh, and as always, making the magic happen, he is the great murder behind the computer. He is mm-hmm. the maker of Salika. He is Dr. Julius Josh, the chocolate mouse. Mm-hmm. Right himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Himself, yeah. Thank you. Or I didn't, you, don't, you don't have to get all my monikers in. You can save a few if you'd like. You leave them for Dave. Dave's up. Sorry, Dave. I'm just like so excited. For oh, no. Dave is very upset about it too. You can see it in his face. He's going to take you out in this draft as a result. He's coming for your head. Uh, thanks to the disrespect that was dis- displayed there. He's coming for my perm. <laughs> yes. Yes. Humidity's coming for that perm. Yeah. The, um, okay. I should wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Putting yourself over there, Ed. the Grand uh, Rouge, <laughs> Grand Rouge, <laughs> the great Scottish Mexican wrestler. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so what are we doing tonight, gentlemen? Are we doing the thing we do that we're known for? Well, I think so, but we're doing it for the first time ever. It's a new one for the New Japan Cup. Uh, we're trying to bring a draft format. The high stakes draft format because this is win or go home. Yeah, draft. I like this. I like the stakes. Yeah. It's also, it's a. Uh, this literally is the first day of March Madness. It it is. This is this is the true March Madness. Mm. Um, the, you get your brackets ready, and I know people like to do their bracketology and do their you know, pickums and that sort of stuff. But we've never been that kind of podcast. I mean, We're not about uh, wins and losses as much as progression. But in this case, we have to figure out who potentially is going to be around a bit to talk about because you don't want to draft I mean, a team of guys that have gone in the first round. The stakes are high. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, someone might end up with Wagyu and uh, someone might end up with a bit of pounded rump. <laughs> oh, it depends on who you pick. I, I mean, shit, I don't mind a pounded rump. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't mind both at the same time. Yeah, we can do that. Um, 
And you're right, though. The, the position is where it is basically we are drafting without a net because you don't have the option of maybe this person will make a run late or I can follow this person in their progression. No, no. You can basically, it'll, if you if you draft poorly, you'll be discussing people in undercard tags. <laughs> you know, yeah. that'll, be, that'll be what you'll be doing. Uh, so you've got to get it right. Uh, the way we're doing it this time to try to, as Red mentioned, the sort of March Madness is we're looking at the brackets and identifying the sort of four key regions that we can see, the four clear bracket areas, and we're going to draft each bracket. There's six people in each bracket, and we're going to draft a single round, sort of uh, like a double round snake version draft for each run and that'll allow us to get two wrestlers from each of those brackets leading to us to compiling teams of eight wrestlers as we go through following through the new japan cup uh each wrestler when they get a win will get two points and when they get they lose get nothing and there'll be nothing for draws because there are no draws in the new japan cup um and whoever has the most points in the day wins there will be a bonus for if you correctly draft a new japan cup winner uh, we'll figure out exactly what that bonus points will be. I'm guessing double points, but we will see. Um, put it out there to the people. Um, so there you go. Um, so we'll be drafting our teams tonight. And we're doing this uh, as a sort of an emergency podcast, as Red mentioned, but we're doing this because we wanted to get this in. Uh, to hold on to your butts because we're going to try to do this in 45 minutes and it will be on the clock something brevity. We're bringing brevity to the WeWork Stiff uh podcast something very distinct Wait, from our do usual I need a offering. timer as well do we do we need pick timer? don't get in the way of me watching this crazy insane night of rest red i'm not getting red i i had to fork out a small business loan to pay for it so i am 100 percent going to be watching this thing are you kidding the amount of pay-per-views that we're going through at the beginning of this year good god i'll be watching it don't worry every minute like, come on slow down with the pay-per-views <laughs> what are we starting at this point like settle down it's like i can't deal with this uh but nonetheless, uh, they're draining me of everything. Uh, the, the true Draculas, the New Japan world. I'll, I'll, I'll re-add uh, and financially making the show happen. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that might be the moniker that's most um, most relevant tonight. Uh, in any case, let's get started. And as we do with every draft, we put the power of the picks in the hands of Dave, and we trust that he is doing this. <laughs> The fuckery, let it commence. Yes. Um, yeah. This And this is very important this time, Red, because of the snake system. I mean, you get that first pick. Oh, you don't yeah. pick it the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, pick yeah. A good one. I mean, uh, the third pick looks pretty good, really. The third pick, not, right, not the worst, unless, you know, it's it's a good trade-off. I think it's a, it's a yeah, fair trade-off for this. I don't want second. That's all I want. I do not want second. <laughs> you get the mid pick. True yeah. mid. Yeah, true mid. All right. First round. The first block, which is consists of Sonata, Taichi, Kenta, Tetsuya Naito, El Fantasmo, and Chase Owens. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know who is <laughs> getting that last. I know who's getting six. <laughs> <laughs> because, as I said, you get two points for a win. You will not get two points for a buy. So, as a consequence, if you pick a guy who's having the week, having the first round off, you have to hope that they're going to win, go deep. Chase yeah. Owens looks like the ultimate poison pill because I don't see just from the way it's being booked, I don't see that him having potentially, I mean, he might prove us wrong, but he could be the ultimate, you know, you have to essentially give up any potential of it. Dave, spin the wheel and fuckery contends. All right. Randomizing for the for the uh first round. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh fuck! This oh fuck! Oh fuck! I know it is. 
The first pick goes to Dave. Oh. <laughs> you know what that means, Dave. <laughs> you know what that means. Oh my god. Yes, that's oh, the shit. that is the ultimate. It was the best of times. It was the worst. <laughs> the worst. Of times. commences. The fuckery commences. <laughs> this is that's Dave's fucked himself. I fucked myself. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, pick two goes to Josh. <laughs> pick oh, three, the yeah, double great. goes to Red. Great, Red. This is in this group. Pick two, uh, pick three, maybe the best of all the picks. So, yeah, congratulations there. Um, okay, so Dave, you are Fuck. on the clock. Oh my god, Dave! Fuck all the boys, all of the boys. All this the block, boys. this block is. The Smellness Boys block. Fuck. I've got to pick, like, the boy I want most out of all the boys because I'm not going to get him my second pick anymore. I'm only going to get one boy. You have to choose your Fuck. one true boy. I'm just going to write on the sixth pick, Chase Owens. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just lock that one in or save us that some time. That one is locked in. <laughs> oh, shit. Isn't this interesting? So this is, as we have mentioned, if we're looking at this at this at the moment, I know who you're probably most likely tossing up at the moment, Dave, between Sonata, Tai Chi, and then Kent is there too. Yeah. Um, is This is the smellness block because this block has the most, I would say, things we've been seeing in the past, and I'm not sure what we're going to get out of either. Like the Tai Chi-Sonata thing is the ultimate risk and reward like one of them like <laughs> it's like pick wisely yeah yeah one of them which one yeah and yeah. then and fucking and then like i mean naito and phantasmo is no luck to go further either no. so it's like fuck yeah that's <laughs> fucking hard so dave where do you do you think has sonata been has sonata had enough of the has he been debased enough in the losing run to finally push in the cup? Or is this the loss that he has to have that will ultimately transform him? I mean, that's really, that's the that's the question you have to answer when picking your boy. It is the question. I, I think Sonata's losing the whole way. I, I wouldn't pick Sonata at all. There's, yeah, Dave, don't pick Sonata. That's that. I mean, that's the question. Because, like, do they do they do this? Is what we were sort of talking about when we kind of had a brief look at the cup a little while ago. Is like, mm -hmm. is this the time when they do Sonata Naito? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, <sighs> but then Taichi's there, and it's Taichi's there, and he's. Oh. It, that's the thing. One of those two. I feel like it's one of those two. And I was listening, and I think people saw today uh, that the Okada Shorts podcast were tweeting out. They tweeted that uh, uh, they added us on Instagram to try and get because they, they were talking about Sonata and not wanting Sonata to be in the final because Rafe is going to be at Sakura Genesis, and he's like, I don't want him to be there. Which I just think, you know, I understand. I get your position, but you know, Sonata slander will not be tolerated on my timeline. No. Um, can I just say real quickly, that's a great podcast. Those guys do a great job, just real quickly. Thank you. That's ex excellent. Yes, Curtis and Rafe, they're friends of the show. Cut that out. Enough of that. Enough of that shit. And and we are we are here cheering in some respects that you do get Sonata, Rafe. I want to see him. And here's the thing. If I will guarantee if Sonata makes his way to the final of the cup, you'll be happy he's there. Because he'll have to make oh, yeah. changes. 
to yeah. get to that point. He will not come through. If he gets through in the same way he is now, then we're all in trouble because it's like, fuck, come on, mate, do something. Yeah. I um, mean, it's the ultimate risk-reward pick. Because the question <sighs> is, Dave, whoever you pick, do I just pick the other one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, this is like the fuck. The first pick is the fucking hardest. Can we implement a one-minute pick? Can we like put a one-minute? No, on? we don't have to do this, Fred. Not for, this is. Are you kidding? Dude, this will be the hard. This is the hardest pick in the draft. This is and one get... of the most difficult decisions Dave has been confronted with in draft history. No, this is one of the most difficult decisions Dave's ever made in his entire life. Yeah, I think it is up there. It is like it is choosing your favorite child right now, yeah. and Dave is being confronted with it. Fuck, because I want. What do you want to see happen? I want, I want all the stories. <laughs> I want them all to happy, but it's like, when do I want them to happen now? Ken Sonata's story. Uh, that question is, is it? I don't know if it's time yet. I don't yeah, know if it's time yet. Feeling. Yeah, that's my And I, I don't, that's my gut feeling is that he has to lose because he beat, he beat Tai Chi in yeah. the, the TV title tournament. And now he's been going on this run. I feel like this is the moment where he recognizes he's dropped. So I'm skeptical about him too because of that. I'm going to pick Tai Chi. And because I feel like Tai Chi gets his win back. Mm -hmm. This is a story I want to happen. Tai Chi gets his win back and they continue their little bromance here. And they have a little chat at the end, and that plants another seed in Sonata for down the track. And maybe we get some stuff in the undercards throughout the the, the tour. Maybe, yeah. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I gotta go with my boy. Yeah, you like Jay's not here. I gotta go with my boy. I always go with my boy on the first pick. I, I gotta go Tai Chi. Yeah, that's that's fair. Tai Chi. It is with the with the. Uh, with the first pick of that uh, of the block, yeah. Uh, so Josh, Josh with the second pick. Okay. Um, now, as I said, do I just go straight to Sonata? I, you know what? I'm here. I'm here for. I'm here for risk versus reward. I am here for risk. You want to talk about picking boys, picking stories? Let's fucking go. Yes. Uh, with the second pick, I am taking El Fantasmo. Yes. I think if you're going with, we know what's happening with the Bullet Club stuff. We know what's happening with Jay. There's a lot of uh, disruption in the air. Um, we don't know, you know, people are speculating, you know, Finley's the new leader. I feel like this is the opportunity to find out who the leader is going to be and they'll come out of this cup. And I, I'm kind of with you. I think Taichi might go on a little bit of a run. And I feel like, I feel like El Fantasmo might be a, a opponent that can get to that point rather than Kenta. I feel like once they get, I, I think Taichi gets past Kenta and he might suffer, fall at the hands of an El Fantasmo potentially or El Fantasmo's yeah. elevator. I just feel like I can see Taichi Naito and that'd be great. I just think El Fantasmo doesn't have that signature win and this is his first and his one true opportunity to get it. Now it's a fucking risk because Naito is Naito. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm picking against Naito, which is like lunacy, but I feel like... Naito also doesn't need it now either. No, 
I, I think he could. I, I could see him 100%. I could see him win this cup. Oh, I can see him fucking winning the whole thing. So yeah. it's one of those ones where I'm like, yeah. oh, but I'm like, if I'm going to risk it and I'm not entirely sure he's going to make it there and I just want to endorse, I've been saying and advocating on his behalf for a long time um, that I think he's ready to go. I'm like, let's make a declaration. Let's get bold and let's, let's, let's put him over, you know, the guy. So. Yeah, El Fantasmo. Holy shit. What are we what are we talking? I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Red. Your picks, potential picks, Red, are Sonata, Kenta, Naito. I mean you can take yeah, take it. Chase I mean, if you, you can want. Pick, you can pick Owens if you want to, you but pick Chase if you like. Sure you're not gonna. Yeah. Yeah, because I've got Naito right there and then I've got Kenta at the same time. Are we just doing is it just one pick from this group or we have two picks from this You'll group? have two picks. So you've got two picks. You've got the third and fourth pick. Yeah. Right. Because the snake draft. So you've got two right now. All right. Well, I will go uh straight up the bat. I'm gonna go Kenta. Dude, I freaking love him so much. I want to see him kick the shit out of people. Uh, and not to mention, like, best power walk. I've been mimicking his power walk everywhere. Uh, the dude's amazing. I love Kenta, and I want to see more of him. I never pick him grass because Dave takes him. Um, the prospect of a Kenta Tai Chi match is juicy, too. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's gonna be sick. So, yeah, I'm going Kenta, I'm gonna get myself a buy, and hopefully, I stay in there. Hopefully we into yeah. And with the fourth pick, Red? Uh, I am going Tetsuya Naito, my boy. Uh, there is no way in hell wasn't going to take um, Naito. Naito, uh, Bre- you know, he beat Great Muda, then was booted out of the ring. He's pissed off about that. Uh, you know, this is Naito's year. It's Will Ospreay's year. Uh, so we're gonna <laughs> It's see- everyone's year. <laughs> All the years. Well, we're going to see Naito and Will Ospreay clash in the semifinals. So that's, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Very possible. Very possible. Um yeah, I, I, yeah, I can't disagree with that. As I said, I mean, I think for me, the reason around Naito is I, I'm just looking at stories that I'm the most invested in, and I want to see happen. I'm willing to take the risk of losing a guy and not actually getting to follow him versus the the guy I'm interested in. But I, I recognize he can he can probably win the whole thing. Just so you know, Josh, I was going to take El Fantasmo. My first cool. pick was going to be El Fantasmo. Well, I beat you to him. How about that? How about um, that? And this is what's even this is even better for me because I was tossing up and thinking, and I, I don't think he's going to get the push. I don't think it's going to happen now, but it might. And if it yeah, does, I'm going to be following yeah. Sonata. I'm very happy to be taking those two fellas home with me. Um, and Dave, you have got. You've got a very eclectic look. You, who are you picking, Dave? Uh, Taichi, Taichi, and uh, take Chase Owens at sixth pick. See, uh, pick I've been hoping to get 
Well, yeah. <laughs> Look, I don't know. Chase, Chase is on the case. You you couldn't have picked two more. I mean, yeah, this is a Tai Chi, rich story, new thing. Chase at this point is, I mean, where does he fit in the Bullet Club story? That's probably going to be his thing, tangentially linked, and hopefully, we might get an answer. And I kind of want, I kind of want some advances by El Fantasmo wrestling him. Yeah. You know? mm. Well, it won't be Phantasma, it'll be Naito, but still. Yeah, but I'm saying that's what I want, Red. I'm talking about what I would like. Okay, so there we are, the first round of the, the bracket one. The the uh, It is in. It is looking strong with Dave, with Taichi and Chase Owens, myself with El Phantasma and Sonata, and Red with Kenta and Naito. Very strong there, Red. All right. Okay, so block, block B, randomizer. Block B, randomizer. All right. Pick one goes to red. Yes. Pick two goes to Dave, and pick three goes to Josh. Wow. So red's probably going to get two of the favourites right off the bat. Right off the bat, red. Oh, that's an easy one. I'm going straight away for Will Osprey. Easy, easy, easy. No need to explain that one. I just like idiots. <laughs> just like idiots. So this is uh, this is Will. Will has proclaimed this is his year. He um, after his loss at Wrestle Kingdom, and he said after having one of the best years last year, he's going to have an even better year this year. So this New Japan Cup, I genuinely believe Will Osprey has to be one of the absolute favorites to win it all. So that's a very very easy pick right there. Yep. Um, I like how you said, you know, he's an idiot. I, I saw um, Kenny Omega on the uh, Swerve podcast and he was asked about Will's um, intelligence or, you know, and he's like, oh, he's a wrestling, he's like, he's a wrestling genius. But he said the benefit of Will is that he doesn't think about consequence. He just, <laughs> he just does. He just like, all right. And he's like, and as a consequence, he's like, I think that, you know, people will criticize him for, you know, not, thinking too much about things, but it ultimately has, he believes it's one of the key as, attributes of what makes Will Ospreay Will Ospreay. Um, so <laughs> he's, he's not a thinker. <laughs> he's not a thinker and he's a doer. He just is like, oh, I'm going to do it. I and like I think it. It's, it's made him who he is. And as I said, I think Red, you, you're right. Like Will Ospreay is the one guy of the entire group who I, I have trouble figuring out how they get him out other than Yano beating him. Like that's the only, like I just can't see how else they do it, and so as a consequence, he's like a favorite for me because of it's going to have yeah. to be something. Someone's going to get a big rub off of him. I mean, I, I can see Kyle Fletcher beating Yoshi and Goto to advance, and I can see Mark Davis sort of losing very quickly to Yano, and that sort of like building sort of like a dissension between the two of them. But who knows? Because the two of them. Oh, let's not let's not let's not book a fucking tag split there. Yeah, um, but it is it is curious and it is noticeable that the promotion for Sakura Genesis is a United Empire promotion. Their their, their marketing material I saw today in in uh, mm, yeah, I saw that is, is that. So it feels like whether it's going to be you know someone one of them you know getting to the top 
with the cup or is it just a situation where they're replacing bullet club as the the team of the um the autumn in that respect the cherry blossoms could be moving from the from the bullet club with their anniversary to the united empire we, we as we speculated last year that they would get their own coming out party so maybe it's this time and if it is red you've well, got i i, got I the could, leader of the group i could be wrong kyle fletcher and mark davis could go all the way through and beat everyone to face each other in the final uh, could happen that, and that wouldn't lead to dissension either i'd imagine they'd all be happy about that all right so my pick uh the the eighth pick or mm-hmm. the second pick in this I'm going to go. Oh, that's a good. No, look at them. Ren Narita. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. Like, there's potential that he could go a fair way, go fairly deep, mm-hmm. and. You know, uh, keen to see more of him now. He's sort of aligned with Suzuki and Despi. I think that'll be fun. And I like the idea of, like, that first matchup with Evil. Like, that that could be quite interesting because there's sort of – there'll be no more fuckery here in New Japan sort of story. Um, um, and then a potential matchup against Jeff Cobb, which I think will be a fucking great match. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty easy pick for me, that one. When I actually look at this bracket, it feels, I mean, from a story perspective, it feels like those are the two sort of grand narratives. Although I do feel there's another one in there that is, um, that I'm willing to to bet on. I'm willing to risk again um, with my third pick, with the third pick, my first pick of this bracket, I'm going to draft Evil. Oh, um, wow. Mm-hmm. Good call. I actually think that's actually a great call. I think the the question is, as I continue with my inevitable hopium relating to evil, Karen would be proud, Josh. There's a power vacuum in yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling at the moment around the heel thing. Now, we think Finley stepped to that point, but in the context of Bullet Club, you know, who's the only guy in that faction who has held that top belt, you know, who has been the, yeah. the guy? It's evil. He's been debased for a long period of time. He's going up against a guy who's proclaimed that he will get rid of the fuckery and do this sort of thing and, and be the new generation of this thing. Is it possible that evil, you know, starts the story of Ren Narita? Narita got the good run in the TV title tournament. We've established he's a great tournament wrestler, but maybe there's an opportunity for evil to have that little bit of growth that stuns and surprises um Narita and it sets up a continuation of the strong style versus house of torture storyline. Um, because if Narita beats him, then there's no real incentive to continue that direction. So I feel like it could be a story as his eventual maturing to become the true leader of Bullet Club um, as Bullet Club is transformed or as House of Torture separates from Bullet Club. One of the two things happens, and I think he'll be a catalyst for that. So I'm I'm drafting Evil on the hope that we get some character growth in him um, throughout the Cup. Great call. Yep. Plus he's also won a Cup before. So... It's a situation where he's got runs on the board. And I mean, like, Evil's due. Like, I, I am really actually excited to see what happens with Evil because he's one of the bigger players in the company who's sort of, like, being put 
on the back burner. I, I don't know. I just, it's been lowered, yeah. Yeah, so Evil's a very, very good pick. Yeah, and, and like the cup seems like the place to do some fucking, you know, try some shit. So. Um, okay, this is interesting. I'm, I'm tossing up between two people here. It's interesting when you look at this bracket, just how United Empire heavy it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Will any of them face each other? That'll be that's the, the question, issue. isn't it? Yeah. That's the question. And I would imagine, my in my head, I'm imagining Osprey has been very vocal and been actively trying to get the Mark Davis match, you know, trying to get that, I would imagine, to showcase him, to give him mm. an opportunity to showcase just how good he is. So there's that part's in the back of my head. Um, but when you match up against Yano in a tournament, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> you know, yeah, oh. <laughs> he's a banana peel, yeah. Yeah, and he looks like he's the guy that could potentially, as I said, for Osprey, it's like, yeah, take them take them down a, a peg. And, it's, again, it's chaos adjacent, and Osprey's long-term stories is Vokada. So it could be Yano that does that. Um, but I'm not going to draft Yano. Um, no, I, I think so. No, I'm just not going to, yeah. Um, so... I think I'm going to hedge my bets a little bit. And I think with the US title tournament, with the US title opportunity coming up, that he might be in for a little bit of a push. And I'd like to see where he goes. I'm going to draft Jeff Cobb. Again, hedging bets there. If Narita gets past Evil, <laughs> I'll try to stop him with Cobb. <laughs> um, but I feel like Cobb has that potential, that sort of sleeping giant of New Japan Pro Wrestling in the sense that he just he's, he's a guy that, you know, he's just a really tough, awesome, you know, shooter. And he can sort of get overshadowed and forgotten a bit in the hierarchy of New Japan. But when you need to heat someone up to be a credible challenger to a major title. He's someone you can just do that overnight. And I feel mm. like if he's setting up for a potential contest with Omega, then this could be the opportunity. If, if let's say Yano were the one to potentially, you know, banana peel a couple of guys in the United Empire that Cobb would, would be the one to potentially beat him. Uh, so I could see him going far if he were to get from that point. Um, or it could be if Osprey's going to wrestle anyone, he might wrestle Cobb, and it could be some really interesting position with the Cobb Osprey leading into Cobb versus Omega. You know, yeah. that could be an interesting dynamic there as well. So, yeah, I, I like, and I just like Jeff Cobb. I've always had a soft spot for him. And I think that, you know, when he first did those G1s and we were sort of a bit critical of him in terms of he didn't sort of live up to the expectation when he's representing Ring of Honor, he's got, come so far from that position. And this real, oh, yeah. this real sort of, Ass kicker, hard ass, not heel, but aggressive. Yeah, bruiser. Yeah, yeah the, the the enforcer kind of thing. You know, yeah, as you said, like he's just a he's a it's a perfect fit for him, and he's he's I think him and Omega will have awesome sort of chemistry because he's such a great base. Yeah, so be, I think there's it's I kind of want to see him get elevated so that when people see him versus Omega, that there's a, at least a level of credibility that there's a potential that this guy, you know. New Japan have a lot of investment in him, and I, I do think they do. So, um, yeah, Jeff Cobb for me. Cool. Uh, with my with the fifth pick, with my second pick, uh, I'm not going to go the banana peel. Um, this is a hope pick. I'm um, I'm hoping that they do showcase Mark Davis.
and he gets gets a match against Will Ospreay because I just think that that would be amazing for Australian wrestling. Uh, you know, any match with Will Ospreay, you're somewhat guaranteed a bunch of stars by a bunch of people that give matches stars. And you're, you're going to get seen too. Yeah, yeah. And it, it would just uh, showcase him as a, as a singles too. You know, we, you, we, we got to witness live what Kyle Fletcher looks like as a single. I'm, I'm super interested to see what Davis is. And I don't know if he's going to really get that opportunity in a Yano match. So I hope that uh, he doesn't slip on the banana peel and he makes it to Will Ospreay and, and we we get, you know, we get that opportunity to see that. You're not going to make it through past Will Ospreay, I wouldn't have thought, but to get a to get a key match for him would be massive and, uh, yeah, for us as fans. And especially considering just how good the Tag League United Empire intra-faction match was in terms of being really instructive to what that what that mm-hmm. faction is about in terms of the fighting spirit, you know, the idea yeah. of putting your best foot forward and competing your hardest to sort of beat best your mate and and driving and striving, uh, pushing one another to be better. It does allow potentially that that Osprey could use that as a springboard from a story perspective to be sharpening iron by going up against his teammates yeah um, they could push that narrative potentially because we did see the seeds of that planted in the tag league so yeah and that is an intra intra-faction match was incredibly good you know? it was so good and and it allowed us to learn so much about that faction as opposed to say a bullet club you know we they, the identity of that faction is clear again the united empire branding suggests that if osprey is being prepared ready to take down the big okada that maybe the faction he's assembled, which he believes are the killers, he actually needs to to battle them to to prove that he's you know still the the top dog you know so that could be a way to, to do that as well. Yeah. Um, also, too, it's really cool the fact that we have a fan of the show who, Dave, you are this particular person's favorite member of the show, and you have just picked their favorite wrestler. So yes, <laughs> yeah, that's what Dave's all about. The pandering Dave. That's what he does. The, yeah, he yeah. Audience. And I think to you know if Davis gets through, I I don't know if they do like Osprey versus fucking United Empire where he goes Mark Davis and then Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. So it's a it's a hope pick for me too. If Davis gets through, then Narita might get through. So. <laughs> yeah, look at you, you're playing four D chess here, Charlie yeah, Day trying. meme. I'm trying. trying to figure it out. There's a, they won't do both of these things. You no, know, it's surely it's... not. But then they'll probably probably will, <laughs> and then he'll match <laughs> Kyle Fletcher in the final or something. <laughs> I mean, I called it before. I mean, but who doesn't love a big burly man, a big hairy burly thunder thighs man, just kicking the shit out? of Oh something? yeah, yeah. All the all the girls on Twitter fucking love Mark Davis. Yeah. There is no doubt about that. Yeah. That man yeah. can park that dump truck in basically any parking spot he would like. It appears. Yeah, the true lord of fucking dad bods. <laughs> He's got that Brisbane bricky build, baby. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, that leaves you, Red, with the pick that you have to make. All right, I'm going Yano. The guy's going to win. All right, on to the next round. <laughs> I've, I've all people to get, Red. Uh, you know, you're, you're the one who's still supportive of Toriyano. 
I don't know how many times I've drafted Yano over the years. I really don't. I'd like to see the every stats. time because I <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't know. I just, it's just that Yano is one of those guys where it's like I, I just, think uh, I got him in the G one because I wanted the night off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're on to the third bracket. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, fuck. I mean, what a bracket! What a bracket! This is interesting. So, yeah. Wow. So the bracket consists of. Yoshihashi, Kyle Fletcher, Hiroki Goto, Shingo Takagi, Aaron Hanare, and Tama Tonga. This is the anything (laughs) coming out of this. Anything can happen in this one. Um, Interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff. I would say best last pick. This this group. Yeah, yeah. Best last pick. I'll I'll say this one. The actual storyline I see here is genuinely Kyle Fletcher beating Bishamon. I genuinely see him advancing. I mean, I've been pitching that for a while, Red. So let's. let's... (laughs) That's my storyline. Okay, good to know. I'm glad that you. I'm glad. uh, That's what I think. Maybe you listened to the show and heard someone on the show (laughs) suggest. No, no. I realized after we did that show that night, I was driving in town. I was like, oh, yeah, Kyle Fletcher is going to beat Bishamon. Yeah. Okay. Well, is he? I mean, that's the question. Is yeah, he? yeah. All right. David Maddock. David Maddock. Let's find out who's Let's getting who. Let the fuckery okay. go. Ooh, attention builds. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Doesn't ooh, it what? it's palpable. Doesn't it what? Ooh, shit. Pick one, Dave. Oh. Pick three. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. There's a big fuck for me because there's, ah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. This is the one I want to go second on. This is the one I wanted the most to go second on. Yeah. Okay. Because this is the deepest one. This is the deepest. Yeah. This is deep. I I would disagree. The next block is more deep because it has Yujiro. And (laughs) you never know what's going to happen with that guy. (laughs) I just mean that there's, I think there's a standout, obviously. There's a standout guy. Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, uh, it's just. You're going to make two hardest blocks. You're going to make a decision the, between what you want to support yeah. versus what you think's going to happen. Mm. Oh, fuck. And we know what I'm going to do because I'm all about winning. Uh, this one, fuck, fuck, it's hard. It is. That's what's great about the cup this year. It's not until you're forced to make selections where there's there's risk versus reward, and it could backfire, and you there's no guarantee. And you think, well, what are they actually going to do? There's so many competitive matchups that could literally go either way and they would make sense story-wise. It's which stories are they going to focus on? Which characters are they going to build out of the cup? You've got to make that choice. And it's fucking hard in some of these situations. Do I draft Aussie Open? <laughs> and then hand-read, hand-read literally the most stacked roster with yeah, every I... every chalk winner from each block in it because that's what that is we don't know that okay and just so you know i draft well if it's a betting line and we've got favorites in terms of if they're putting money on it you've got the favorite from each block thus far and if dave does what he's about to do you'll get the favorite from the next block as well well i mean don't forget dave too you're an australian so be proud (laughs) yeah there you go you know just remember you're really upset about what happened and you know stand by your words and see them progress oh It'd be great, though, wouldn't it? The the inevitable, the eventual, the potential of it to be to be supporting if if Kyle Fletcher did this. Oh yeah, which he will, which he will. That's going to happen. I guarantee it. 
Or you could have a Bishman break up. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they'll be breaking up with when they what one team, what one group of people are breaking up. Here's the question though. Will they have the tag belts by that stage? Ooh. Because the second night up Tag League, second night's the anniversary show, and Bishamon are wrestling the dream team of Okada and Tanahashi. Will they even have the belts? I'm throwing doubt in now. Here, here you go. I was, I'm throwing doubt into the whole thing about because Kyle Fletcher beating Bishamon is built on the premise that they will be the tag champions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's booked like that, isn't it? And it is. I find it hard to believe that. Okada's ever going to have a belt that's not the world belt. So do I. I just think it'll look, it just won't look right. No. <laughs> it's just like the wrong aesthetic. It doesn't yeah. work. No. Um, no, Tyler's going to lose and he's going to get upset by it. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> this is fucking, this is almost harder than the first one. <laughs> <laughs> look, Dave, are you about story or about winning this thing? It, it, well, yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm about story. Yeah. But, I mean, but the Blockbuster boy is always fun. Let's be real. Oh, I mean, if I fucking knew if Tama was going to the Fed or not. <laughs> it would make like, it a bit different, wouldn't fucking, it? <laughs> that would make the decision a little easier. <laughs> yeah. Is he sticking around? Because if he's sticking around, he may well fucking go to the final, you know. He's yeah. the never champ, so. I genuinely feel that Tama's going to be pushed. I mean, just similar to Evil, Tama and Evil, I think, probably have the biggest progression for this year going forward in my honest opinion fuck it i'm gonna stick with who i am i'm not selling out <laughs> you did me proud in fucking melbourne <laughs> the Cruxton, kyle fletcher mm -hmm. i'm taking you the first pick i gotta i gotta see what happens here Yoshihashi is going to be, that'll be a fucking great match. Oh, won't it? And I just don't see Yoshihashi versus Hiroki Goto unless, I, I just don't, I don't know if I see either of those guys going to that, to the next, like after that match. I, I'll explain. I can see one of them potentially because it's just classic cup booking and the things they like to do. Yeah, yeah. Big meaty men slapping meat. You know, they do they do like that in a cup. Yeah. Oh, they do. With Hiroki Goto. But I think the the story is there. If he does the Bishamon run. It, dude, if you if I'm banking on New Japan booking fucking potential super banger matches and a Kyle Fletcher has all that potential. Yeah. And I know those other two guys do, but they're but you know, we've seen them for such a long time this is an opportunity to see like they're gonna it, they're gonna break my heart i know i can feel that they're gonna break my heart again with aussie open yeah but there is so much potential in this kid and i've got to follow him now and and make him a super boy i'm on the i'm on the hunt for boys i said yeah. that yeah uh, please don't isolate that clip and put it on the internet <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's true. And the potential, Dave, of being supporting him going through it and letting getting to what would easily like he's had the best match, the biggest match of his career with Robbie, but 
a New Japan Cup match with the potential of where that's leading with the with the blockbuster boy out there. If he wrestles Shingo, yeah. fuck. I know. Fuck. I want. I want. I just. I'm praying for that. I'm praying for that. I want that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm picking. I'm picking Kyle Fletcher. Which is why yeah. picking third in this thing sucks balls. Because <laughs> yeah. what I want, I have no in. I, I get. I don't get to follow. So that's great. The only thing I wanted from the moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we still trade. <laughs> there's none of that happening, Dave. There'll be no funny business here. Um, okay, Red, you're up. Uh, I just before I make my pick, I would like to mention that Aaron Hanare is probably one of my favorite wrestlers right now in New Japan. Uh, the guy has progressed and evolved. You just heard that you heard that he listens to the show and he found out that I was talking him up during the G1. <laughs> uh, but I'm taking Shingo Takagi. So that was that was your lead up. You you used your time to basically pander to the potential of a listener out there. Not pandering. If you're talking him up, take him, Red. Yeah. <laughs> Back your words. Not only did you talk him up, Red, you spent all that time talking about how great he was, only to pick the guy he's wrestling. Bingo <laughs> Takagi is one of my favorite wrestlers in the entire world. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, you know, and so I genuinely think this young kid has a great future yeah, ahead. Shingo of him. is, um, again, no brainer. Red, you've got Naito, Osprey, and Shingo. I said you are, you're paying a dollar ten at this point for yeah, it's dollar one. Yeah, that, that's really, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah, it's pretty much a lock that you're getting at least someone in the final. Uh, okay. Um, interesting, interesting spot for me now. We said it was deep, and it was, but it's very top heavy in terms of the the Shingo factor. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I'll take the risk. I with my pick, I'll draft Tamatonga. There's an option out there, and it might be it might be something that we haven't necessarily considered, perhaps, and it's possible, and we could get something where we get something very similar to what you're booking in the in the projection, Dave, of Aussie Open doing the run. But instead of Kyle Fletcher getting through to wrestle Shingo, he gets through to wrestle Tama Tonga yeah. Yeah, representing yeah. G.O.D., yeah. which is a match that Aussie Open and G.O.D. had a match years ago at Royal Quest, like the first British Royal Quest show. Yeah, And that was sort of the match that put Aussie Open on the map relative to New Japan and everyone was expecting them to come in. And then Davis obviously had the unfortunate injury. So they have history there and it could be an opportunity if they're going to elevate uh, Fletcher or they're going to put him in that position to, to sort of tie back to that story. So they could, in, you know, I think the Shingo-Fletcher match is the is the, the the most sort of juicy of all matchups. Yeah. But putting him in there of Tama Tonga could be something could calling be back cool. to their history. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. So, um, and you sort can't of seeing, go wrong in this block. This block's going to be fuck, good. Going to be good. Um. Okay. And now I've got the next pick. I don't want to. <laughs> like, I don't want to pick against Kyle Fletcher. Yeah. I didn't get the story I wanted in any of that context. So what I'll do is I'll do put on my Gato hat for a second. Yeah. And I will pick Hiroki Goto. 
feel like if they're going to give Fletcher a win, he can beat Yoshihashi and that can be enough to give him the tag shot. And I know I have wanted Fletcher versus Shingo, but I'm almost insulating myself from the inevitable disappointment because I know that what Gato loves in tournaments is Hiroki Goto versus another big boy that's going to slap the shit out of one another. Yeah, and it's, yeah. a, it's the banger that Goto gets in every tournament. He gets one of those physical, strong-style fighting spirit bangers, and that screams that. So, yeah. And helping Shingo showcase his fighting spirit versus another tough bastard, you know, that kind of thing. So I could see that as an option that they take. So yeah. I don't necessarily want it to happen, but I have a feeling it may happen just from a yeah, me no too. long-term story, but just the classic put him in the ring, get a banger. Great pick. Okay, Red. Oh, I'm going to Aaron Hanare. The guy is one of my absolute favorite wrestlers in the entire world. I think the guy is brilliant and I'm so proud of him, of what he's actually done in New Japan. And, you know, uh, you know, hedging my bets right now, but I think he'll push Shingo to the limit and I can't wait to see what's in the future for him. So yeah, Aaron Hanare, come and join this team of absolute bangers. Uh, I think I think Aaron Hanare really genuinely has tag title aspirations and single aspirations as well. And I cannot wait to see what's going to happen with him this year because out of anyone that I've seen in the last couple of years, I have seen great work from Aaron Hanare in terms of character development, but also to in-ring work. The guy has devastating moves and I am great moves, yeah. 100% yeah. a huge fan of Aaron Hanare. In fact, if I ever met him, I would shake his hand, look him dead in the face and be like, you're awesome. That's 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 great. Good to know. Good. I'm glad he'll uh, he'll he'll look for that. Uh, yeah, I mean, the trouble with Aaron Hanare ultimately is that he can have all of those attributes, but where he's positioned in that faction, I mean, yeah. they they shipped him to down to Australia to eventually get the other guy over. You know, like that's kind of what he he's pegged to do. He's great at it, um, and I recognise that that's a the responsibility he often takes. But he very rarely gets the push, and he's teamed up. He's he's going to give Shingo. A great match yeah but i mean that's that's his consolation prize right is like you know who, who fucking knows but i don't think he's going to beat shingo but he gets a shingo match yeah yeah it gets a good chance to showcase himself yeah. against one of the guys that can showcase anybody in the sense right. that he's like yeah what, what what do you want to do let's do it kind of match and i think that's going to be what do you want to do let's kick the shit out of each other and it's like yep let's do that yeah, it'll be great. Yeah, I mean, look, I'll, I'll say that Aaron Hanare. Um, I'm always about drafting to win, and Aaron Hanare is a um, uh, uh, emotional pick. Well, you've hedged your bets basically on that yeah. situation. Oh, Shingo's not losing, but still, it's just uh, you know, but you're getting two points out of it, regardless. Yeah, and uh, as a result, for my second pick at this block, I uh, inadvertently hedged my bet. Yes, Dave. So. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I'll be taking Yoshihashi, the uh, little train that can now. <laughs> it does with regularity. It does. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. I'm quite happy to, to see that to see that match. And, uh, you know, I'll be hoping Kyle Fletcher comes through to support 
support my uh, Aussie brother, but if they don't do that story, then uh, Yoshi gets through, and Yoshi's great. He's always a good follow. And then you get the Bishamon matchup, which would be really interesting. And you get the Bishamon match, which would be really great. Yeah. It could be the chance for Yoshihashi to finally get out from underneath the shadow of Hiroki Goto. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's so many potential rich stories that are in this. You know, it's what's great about the cup format. Yeah. Okay. Now ah. we get to Look, I haven't had a, I haven't had a first pick this entire time. Fuck, I'm hoping for one now. <laughs> yeah, you get all the fucking Easter eggs in this pick, and then they take them away in your last pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were eating well and then starving, so yeah. you just got to take the good with the bad. And I'm willing to risk it. Put it in there, Dave. Go for the Dave O'Matic. Let's see how we go. Let the fuckery commence one last time. Yes. Uh-oh. What's happening? Fuck a doodle do. Ladies and gentlemen, mm. the first pick in the final block of the New Japan Cup Ooh. goes to Josh. Yes, we did it. <laughs> we fucking did it. We did it. We made Josh, it. Josh, can I just say fuck your error? This is fuck California. My God, I am a happy boy. I Look, you can get all the first round picks you want, but I'll take it when they count. The second pick. Goes to Dave. Red gets a double pick. <laughs> At this point, Dave, Dave, let me let me. It doesn't matter. Fuck you that. Figure out you figure out the logistics of the rest of the thing. It doesn't matter. I'm taking the guy to win the block. Get out. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Get out of there. <laughs> Josh gets his story. He gets his story. I get the story. David Finley, come here, son. Um, this is the guy that obviously this is a great block. Like looking at this yeah. block, this is so good. You, it is not. I, I'm taking the 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 sort of riding the lightning here, but the the opportunity to get multiple stories out of this block, which is sitting there for the the person who picks, then everyone else's pick bar the my other line, my other one. Um, it's it's such a rich block. Um, but I just feel like do it. Let's do it. We've talked about you know, being sort of bold booking decisions and bold moves and will they book great matches or will they push certain characters? That angle got over so strong for David Finley versus what he did to Jay. It feels like it's the time to push him. I don't think it's any surprise that his first matchup is obviously against Tomohiro Ishii, but Ishii's another guy that famously Jay White would often have trouble with in tournaments. Mm. So the idea that he's paired up with him immediately and has the potential to surpass what Jay would often struggle with is a is doesn't isn't lost on me. Yeah, and so cool. I look at that idea that potentially that David Finley is going to try to do something that Jay White didn't do, can't do, and starting that progression and the idea of winning a tournament is something that Jay White didn't do so this opportunity i think is is really interesting so i i'd be i'm 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 so keen to follow that and that's really the only story i care i really care for to be honest so the fact that i get it i'm very happy so yeah david finley uh get over here uh expect my fucking team that's what i'm saying expect me boys and i mean david finley going into this like that's really cool like the the whole way he's positioned himself and everything this guy has a chance to legitimately win it or if anything, this guy has an absolute chance to destroy and brutalize someone in a defeat. All of them. 
going to destroy all of them. That's what's going to happen, right? Brutalize mm. everyone. Yeah. Uh, with the second pick in this block and my first pick, I'll be... Mm, um, interesting, Dave. It is very interesting. Um, but I'm going for the man on a roll, the tournament wrestler. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zach Sabre Jr., Although I do think there is a chance that Shota might beat him and he mm. gets a TV title shot after the cup. I do think that could be a place they go. But I also think that they could, they could do a David Finley beats Zach and gets a TV title shot as well. Yeah. Uh, or Zach could go on a run. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, and I and I really like the you know TMDK Zach is super fun. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing you know techno banger. I got my techno banger. The techno banger is probably going to make us debut in the cup. Yeah, yeah, the techno banger in the cup. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm all for Zach and the second pick. Um, I think the matchups they kind of favour him, but there is there is uh, some risk risk involved in this like you know every pick really mm. but it's hard not to, it's not hard to go past the tournament guy you know yeah, i know right yeah it, it, the only as i said the only thing that and i look at him and i love zach's presentation in the tmdk thing yeah, uh, as the as the front man of that group um and I, I in any other circumstance he's like the guy that i would just you know he just use bank on it, like yep for tournament it's the cup zach is all i mean he's He's a multiple-time New Japan Cup winner. Like it's not a yeah. situation where it's like, oh, I've won one. But I've won two in the past, you know. So he's a guy that can easily win and be a credible winner. It doesn't matter who is there. And I hold out a little bit of hope for Dave that you may get the Tai Chi versus Zack Sabre Junior. Final. You know, it could happen. The the dangerous techers explode. <laughs> and not yeah. to mention too, like you know, picking Zach is always awesome because you know you're going to get a great match. You're going to see some great oh, stuff. Yeah. And that, yeah. that's the whole thing with Zach Zaber Jr. for me. I've always picked him uh, just because he puts on brilliant matches. It's a Zach match. And the guy's exciting. And not to mention, too, his new persona right now and what they're doing at TMDK. Like, yeah, I think this is Jeff definitely one of those things where Zach Zaber Jr. could go on and win it all again. I mean, why not? I'll be super interested to see, um, yeah, because I'm, I'm not banking on you, Dre, getting through. I'll be super interested to see the matchup with Shoda as well. I think that'll be... Yeah, that could be really cool, and it could be a great sort of you know you're gonna get get to see Shota a, a look at him in a in a different context in that in that sort of like that Zach match, mm-hmm. um, and see where he's at. Uh, yeah, yeah, big fan of that pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that because interesting. This one is the one where every other every other group has what I would say is the block favorite. This one has got sort of the murky block favorite. Yeah. Although there's a conventional favorite that you may pick red, who is the conventional favorite, the conventional wisdom favorite, but it's whether they push certain guys is going to be the, the question, who they're going to push out of this group. For me personally, uh, my next pick is going to be very easy. I'm going to pick Shota.
Uh, just because, you know, the guy is obviously being positioned in a certain way and there's Ren Narita out there as well. So it's not out of the possibility to see a Shota Umuno and Ren Narita in the finals. It won't most likely be this year, but I think in a couple of years to come, we will see the two of them face off in a finals eventually. Well, two weeks uh, ago, Red, two weeks ago, the, the pick was Naito versus Shota. When these were first announced, that was the conventional wisdom, was Naito versus Shota. Because mm, mm. Shota has made a very clear point about saying that he would win the cup by beating Naito. Like, and he's paired up with Yudro at the beginning, and has he, he's even called back the Team No Limit as a story of, I'm going to beat this guy as a, you know, learn. And that's kind of, he's, he's hearkening that that history as part of that story to do it. So it is, it's not outside the realm of possibility that he goes on to win it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm all for Debbie Chan getting back together. If Zach doesn't make it through David Finley versus Shoda, they'll be, they'll be fiery. Yeah. And if, if this show has done anything, this show is, if we, if we, if we achieve nothing more, we have gifted the world, Debbie Chan. Yeah. And- <laughs> That I'm so pleased to see that taking off. Thank you to Karen, uh, Karen Murray at uh, Karen Watches Wrestling for for finding what I should have found because I was also subscribed. Yeah, me too. She beat me to it. I was about to write it. it's David Finley's channel, and then I saw her comment. I'm like, good on you, Karen. I know it's David Finley's yeah. channel, but I, I was looking for David Finley's channel, but it's because it, it's because it's Debbie Chan's drinking club. I was like, of course, yeah, as soon yeah. as she said it, it was like it was like a sensory memory. I was like, ah, oh, I was transported to four years ago. It was just, it was a simpler time. Um, and people will see that this guy's got a great personality and he's really engaging. And those type of guys that are charismatic but perhaps haven't had a chance to show it, they're the type of guys that ultimately um, they can play bad. And I think that he's going to be, yeah, you're right, against Shota Umino, the innocent, poor, sweet, innocent man. He's just an innocent man going up against the fucking angry, vitriolic, me against the world, David Finley, Debbie Chan will kill him. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. He'll probably be calling in for all those times when he bought fucking Shota drinks and yeah. The receipts are coming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but also too, not to mention too, like you know, you have a guy in Shota who sort of like you know crumpled a little bit against Naito. I mean, you put mm-hmm. him against Yujiro. What a great way to sort of like that's what Yujiro does. He teaches young guys, you know, actual experience, and that's what he's doing there. He's going to be the pin eater in this match. And it's an easy to around for it, yeah. And so, you're gonna yeah. work nice and slow to let him get back into the groove, yeah, exactly. Really and so, yeah, I, yeah, so I expect that match to be actually quite good, really. I think Yujiro is gonna show out, but uh, it's gonna be Shoda winning that one easily. <laughs> the toxic and toxic positivity, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, nothing says that like Yujiro is about to have a banger, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, the next pick is, is super easy. He's my guy. He likes sex, hates sex pests. Uh, I'm on the same stance as he is. I think he is my spirit animal. Uh, yep. I pick this guy once again all the time. Uh, I am going with Tomohit. No, I'm going Great Okan. Fascinating. He's another one of those guys similar to Cobb, where he's often um, out of sight, out of mind a lot in that faction. But he is the uh, he's the undisputed British champion, a Rev Pro British champion, which could lead to Zach. I knew that, and that's why I was kind of thinking like him and Zach could have a face off against each other. And I mean, again, another situation where David Finley of like the callbacks to his history, the potential of wrestling a guy, you know, a British champion. 
Um, Irish versus British could be a very interesting little story that they play out there as well in terms of what he's talking about as an outsider. So I think there's something interesting there. And his style of what he's doing, I would love to see Finley get a chance to, to wrestle perhaps Okan in the future at a uh, at a Rev Pro event. So there's yeah, there's cool. something there's something there's a lot of stuff there. I think Okan's he's so good to follow. He's just the, he's just the best. He's the most pro wrestling pro wrestler you know like he just he can only exist in pro wrestling and i'm so pleased and proud that we have a medium that allows that type of person to flourish he's just Mm. the best Mm. yeah uh with my final pick in the new japan cup i'll be going with big tom (laughs) simply because i don't think he's gonna win uh, and he'll be up against your boy Finlay, but uh, I think that'll be a great match, and I'll just I'll just have me a little extra invested in that match. Um, and he'll give you that hope spot, Dave. He'll he will you. he'll give it to me, and I'll and then I'll be saying, "Don't you fucking dare, Tomo!" <laughs> <laughs> naughty boy, yeah, Mister Bump. Don't be naughty. Your it is not your year. Let Finlay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that'll just be pure fun, shits and yeah. gigs. Awesome. Yeah, and with my final pick, I will be drafting the other member of uh, Team No Limit. Uh, that you know, it's debatable whether he's the Marty or the Sean. We it's still up in the air. We're not sure yet. Uh, Yujiro Takahashi. The better of the Takahashi's. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, yep. Um, he is what he is. Uh, I uh, I think against Shota Umino, at least they're going to call back history to, to help elevate Shota. And I just hope that they'll get a bit of simpy on Shota by doing a bit of fuckery at Imagine and help Shota get some of that babyface simpy that he needs um, to help get him over. So I think that's kind of... You know, Shota in peril was going to be a story that they want to going to want to do to help him because off the Naito missed elements that it, it didn't really work for that chemistry. So helping him to get Simpy versus guys like either you know through the through the dastardly actions of Yujiro and then the potential technical proficiency and, and stretching of Zach versus the sheer potential danger and vicious and violence of Finley. These things could all be used to generate simply for Shota Umino, who I also think, you know, if I'm banking on favorites, I feel like, yeah, I feel like, Red, you've got the... He's got the potential to have all the four semifinals. Eventually could have them. I'll go out now. I think if I'm looking at it just from a chalk, if we're going going to play safe, that's where they're going. But here's what I'm hoping for. And it it was with when I picked LP, it's the same thing when you picked Fletcher, Dave. It's like... We have this inkling that maybe with the faction shakeup, maybe this New Japan Cup will be hearkening an unsafe future in terms of where we're yeah. going, and and I'm I'm sort of hopeful for that. I want it to get a little bit dangerous in the yeah, booking, get a bit messy and dangerous, yeah. and a little unpredictable. Try some stuff. Let's let's yeah. let's do it. Let's go. It's open. Let's go. And it might be one or two, but just pick the right one or two, and we get behind it. So let's go. So I'll go through. So Dave's boys, you have Taichi and Chase Owens representing Bracket 1. You have Narita and Mark Davis representing Bracket 2. You have Kyle Fletcher and Yoshihashi from Bracket 3. And you have Zack Sabre Jr. and Tomohiro Ishii representing Bracket 4. Cool. 
Redley, you have Kenta and Naito representing bracket one. You have Osprey and Yano representing bracket two. You have Shingo and Aaron Hanare representing bracket three. And you have Shota Umino and the Great Okan representing bracket four. And my team, I have El Fantasmo and Sonata representing bracket one. I have Evil and Jeff Cobb from bracket two. I have Tama Tonga and Hiroki Goto from bracket three. And in bracket four, I have David Finley and Yujiro Takahashi. Some fun stories. I think we all got something that we wanted to follow, which is really good. Yeah. Yeah. And the fans get to once again watch me win. So everyone's like, Red, if, if there's betting odds, you are fucking short. Let's just be real. This is a very strong thing. If some if one of us pulls this out, it's going to be a grand upset because you, you have Naito, yeah. Osprey, Shingo, and Shota. <laughs> That's pretty strong. Pretty strong top four there, Ed. Oh, that was fun. Stiff cup. The stiff cup? The stiff cup, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That works. Yeah. And yeah. What else? Three, you three boys in a stiff cup. <laughs> <laughs> three boys, one stiff cup. <laughs> Who gets to use the cup at the end? Find yeah. out. Yeah, that's right. He'll be drinking from the cup of sweet, sweet, stiff victory. Yeah. Find out. Is that what the loser gets? A stiff cup. Well, the, no, the, the loser gets a pounded rump, isn't it? Isn't that what happens? Isn't that where we go? Yeah, we, yeah we're, when red, you're clearly eating wagyu. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't mind a pounded rump. I like pounded rump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good stuff. 